Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. This is Straight Fire for Monday, December 6th. What a weekend in sports uh personally for me obviously with the kids and uh, I played a lot of basketball Saturday morning and dominated and then the NFL on Sunday college football was pretty phenomenal listen I I got I heard from many of you many of you on social media about the Alabama call over Georgia hope you took the points hope you got a money line I mean listen Nick Saban I explained it in depth on Friday can't go against Saban it was like halftime and my buddy Dan who listens all the times is like you were so right about Alabama. I can't believe I did this. A lot of people like Georgia. And again, I had a buddy in town uh, who came and hung out with me Sunday. I hadn't seen him probably in like six years. One of the kids I I grew up with him and um, you know he's a really good soccer player. Um, played at, at Notre Dame. I think I mentioned this Friday. Anyways, you know, we're hanging out and uh, I, I'm tell, talking to him about the gambling. I said, listen, one of my strategies, not it's not, this is no rocket science is I'll go ask a bunch of people, hey, who do you like in this game? Who do you like? What do you, what's your best bet? What's your best pick? And these aren't guys who like study it in depth or bet big, big money or anything. And they are what's called like the general public. And generally fading the public works. And everybody I know and their mom was on Georgia. This is obviously not the only strategy. This is just one. But everybody was on Georgia, Alabama one. We'll get to college football in a moment. I think the biggest story coming out of NFL Sunday, which... Rob G's going to take a dump on Sunday's NFL games. He didn't like them. I thought they were thrilling. Then again, I love NFL Sundays. Uh, and the Miami Dolphins covered for me. Thank you, Tua. Had him in Survivor. Uh, listen, I you guys know I was overthinking this. When there's as much as $82,000 on the line, you tend to overthink. So I backed off the Eagles once I heard Jalen Hurts was out. Didn't get on the Gardner Minshew train. Of course, the Jets are like beating the most of the first half. And I'm like, boy, thank goodness I got off. Of course, the Jets fell apart. Because they're the Jets. Um, I went with Miami. It was a, it was a slow go, but Tua, listen, I, I got to say this early in the pod. 
Tua made some plays, folks. I know it's only the Giants. I know it was at home. He made the throws you needed to make on those final two drives in the fourth quarter. And yes, I watched that game way too closely. I'm not a guy who's going to say, oh yeah, Tua, he's going to be a really good quarterback. I don't know about that. But he made plays to win a game. And they've gone from one and seven. Remember, they started one and seven. Miami now six and seven. They're not out of the mix. The seventh team in the in the playoff in the AFC playoff hunt. Cincinnati Bengals at seven and five. Miami at six and seven. They're not out of it. It's it's not over for Tua. He's playing well. Um, the Giants, you know, Mike Glennon. Anytime you could fade Mike Glennon, you you got to do that. But I thought the biggest result was the Steelers Ravens ending, and I'm watching it kind of dumbstruck. Like, what on earth? Is Harbaugh thinking? Why would you do that? Go for two. And his logic afterward. I mean, I'm assuming you did not miss the game or the highlights at this point. But Pittsburgh's getting dominated the entire game. And then they all of a sudden wake up in the fourth quarter. Marlon Humphrey was injured. The best cornerback of the Ravens. Looks like he's out for the season now. I Best slash only cornerback of the Ravens. And Pittsburgh went up and down the field late. They scored 17 in the fourth. They take the lead, and then Lamar Jackson comes right back down, touchdown with, I don't know, like 15 seconds left. And, right, you kick the extra point, you go to overtime, right? I mean, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're not a good football team. The Ravens, heading into this, were the number one seed in the AFC. Now, Lamar has struggled against the Steelers. He did not play a particularly good game on Sunday. I thought he was below average. Didn't It looked nothing like an MVP candidate. And I know the league is desperate every week for everybody to talk about, who's the MVP? Who Who's the MVP leader? Like, Jonathan Taylor. Ha, ha, ha. Like, Lamar Jackson. No, just stop. Let's not talk about the MVP. There's nobody that's distinguished himself. It's Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. But at any rate, Lamar Jackson sitting back, they decide to go for two. And... You know, I think Tony Romo had the call. I'm not 100% sure. And Romo's like, oh, giddy. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. For-. And they had the right play call. Um, it, it, You know, it would have worked. Except TJ Watt, I believe, was the one who got in the face of Lamar Jackson. And, of course, the pass is, you know, right off the fingertips of Mark Andrews. And that's your ballgame. I, I I I know a lot of people are going to try to defend Harbaugh. You're on the road. You got to stay aggressive. Marlon Humphrey was hurt. Blah blah blah. Like that. That's just insanity. Like just think it through. First of all, if you want to play the percentages, the win probability, according to one of those charts, uh, the the going for the two pointer lessened the Ravens' chances of winning by like seven point eight percent or something. I don't know how the hell they came up with that, but that's what they did. And you've got Justin Tucker an excellent kicker. He's going to make the extra point and you go to overtime and you take your chances. You just went up and down the field on a Steelers team. They're terrible. You've got a great run game. You've got Lamar Jackson. I, I I could not believe the poor decision. Now, would I care less if I had not taken the Ravens in the contest? And I would take the Ravens again. They dominated much of that football game. They were not great, but Pittsburgh is just that bad of a team. And, um, you know, I just it's just a disappointing loss for the Ravens. And it's funny because if you look at the top of the AFC, number one, New England, for now. We'll get to their best bet tonight. Huge game against the Bills. Already have action on that one and in the contest. Tennessee, number two. Nobody's taking Tennessee seriously. A.J. Brown hurt. Julio Jones IR. Derrick Henry out for the season. Like, just forget about Tennessee. Although, just put like an asterisk here. Tennessee next week in Survivor is probably going to be a slam dunk. Um, They're facing Jacksonville, which is dead in the water bad. Um, Just keep an eye on Tennessee. And then third in the AFC now is Baltimore. They fell from one to three. And you look at those top three teams, and nobody's scared at all of those teams. I'm sure you guys have looked this up, the history of rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs. It is very, very, very bad. Um, So I'm not afraid of Mac Jones and the Patriots in the playoffs. Nobody fears the Titans. And frankly, the Ravens, Without Marlon Humphrey, their defense, I mean, which is already awful, one of the uh, poorer units of good teams in the league, the offense doesn't really terrify anyone. We know Lamar Jackson can be limited, and he looked very bad throwing the football. I don't know who the best team in the AFC is. Uh, It certainly is not Baltimore or any of those teams. And you could try to lean on the Kansas City Chiefs and be like, well, hey, look at the Chiefs. They're 8-4. Jason, you were writing them off last month. Yeah, because they were awful last month. At the time, they were a dumpster fire out of the playoff race. It was bad. They've righted the ship, and the defense is good, but 
is the offense any good? I mean, I know you guys tried to watch that Sunday night football game. I don't know how they, Rob, how the hell did they flex this into Sunday night football? Wasn't, is that not what happened? Cause it's, cause if you look at like, um, any of the, like the gambling sheets, this game is supposed to, was supposed to be a 4 PM game, I think, or even a 1 PM. I think it was a 1 PM game. And for whatever reason, they flexed it into Sunday night football. And this was like unwatchable. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was so bad. Like just, ugh, just, I mean, it's just un, almost unwatchable for much of that game. And basically, the Kansas City offense can be shut down unless you're the Raiders who just don't want to listen to logic, um, which is how you stop the Chiefs, the two high safeties. We know that. And if you do that, you can contain this offense. And the Chiefs offense, once again, sputtered. Their defense is getting much, much better, no doubt. But Teddy Bridgewater threw that game away. I don't know, Rob. I'm, I don't think the Chiefs are anything special to you or, or even the Ravens. No, no. And, and I try to tell you a few weeks ago on this podcast, took a lot of uh, hate in my DMs and in my Twitter mentions about, no, the Chiefs are not back. The Chiefs are not back because they put up 40 on the Raiders and everybody wanted to say, oh, look at uh, Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And then after the game, I got my swagger back. Well, and then, you know, what happened since then? They, they, did, they, did, they can did barely Kelsey do anything. Last they night? can barely crack 20 points, you know, in any of these last six games. I'm not going to count this one because they had a pick six. So. Wipe that from the 20 points. Sorensen, baby. <laughs> He's terrible, oh, by the way. No. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey, by the way, sorry. Three catches, 27 yards. They, they just don't get, they're not giving up any big plays. The longest plays they had were dump offs to running backs. Did you see that? I did. Williams, 38 yarder. Edwards Hilaire, 29. Nothing over 15 yards to the receivers. And guess what? Denver was in the game all night. I mean, Bridgewater was really, really bad. Uh, Jamal Williams was good. He killed me in fantasy. Not good. I don't want to talk about fantasy right now. Um, but the other thing, Rob, from that from that uh, Steelers-Ravens game, and this, to me, was one of the surprises of the week. So all season, anybody who has turned up on the COVID list has had to miss the game because of close contacts and they, you know, they, their body and they wanted to get back, right? Yes. T.J. Watt was on the COVID list. For up until like Thursday, it was like TJ Watt's going to miss the game. He's on the COVID list. Everybody misses the game. Then all of a sudden, Saturday, it's like, whoa, Watt is going to be playing. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, he's probably going to be on a pitch count. You know, these guys coming off COVID, their bodies don't react well. TJ Watt set a record this season on Sunday for pressures in a game. He had 12 pressures, six quarterback hits of Lamar Jackson, three and a half sacks. Now, it, it helps that he was facing the Ravens' backup tackle, but still, coming off the COVID list, not practicing all week, and then getting six quarterback hits and three and a half sacks, this guy is incredible. TJ, well, I mean, really. I, I know Defensive Player of the Year, Micah Parsons, is in the discussion. I, I, I think for my, just for this performance alone, TJ Watt has my vote for coming back from the COVID list. So there, I said something nice about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Rob, I don't want to buzz through too much more of the league because, as you said, it was not the greatest uh, Sunday slate. I thought some of the games were phenomenal. Um, I do want to quickly touch on Seattle and San Fran. I saw people in my mentions, uh, where's Trey Lance? Jimmy G stinks. Jimmy G did have two very bad turnovers. Uh, no doubt about it. They were without Debo Samuel, their best playmaker. And they basically said, hey, George Kittle, can you win this game for us? And George Kittle was like, sure, I'll do that. And they were right in the mix. Uh, I, Seattle finally woke up after a season-long slumber. And they rushed for 146 yards. They had a, um, and that in, included in that was the fake punt for the touchdown. Um, they finally unlocked DK Metcalf. And I thought that was a really good game, Rob. I, don't, I, I know people were unhappy, uh, you know, that Trey Lance didn't make an appearance because Jimmy G threw two bad interceptions. But uh, San Francisco, I thought, played pretty well. They just, for whatever reason, there was this roadblock that the Niners have against Seattle. They've lost 16 of 18. Kyle Shanahan, at the end of the game, walked to the center of the field like, I cannot believe we just lost this freaking game. I, I, can't, I mean, they were totally dominating much of that game. There was a wacky safety. Again, Jimmy G did not play well, but they averaged six and a half yards per play. Uh, they, they had a good game. Seattle was just a more desperate team. And um, let's be frank, the 49ers did not help themselves with a ton of penalties. And um, I, I, San Francisco's still in the mix. It's just, I don't know, Rob. I don't know that I buy them as a Super Bowl team. I want to make a case because I have a Super Bowl futures ticket on them uh, for significant money, but I, I, it, I don't think it's realistic. 
Yeah, I think you might as well set that bad boy on fire. No, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if I would keep that futures ticket. And, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned this game because you mentioned a few minutes ago about the Chiefs and Broncos getting flexed in a Sunday night. The reason why I got flexed because it was oh. going to be Seahawks Niners. Now, oh. I, in hindsight, it probably would have been a better game to watch the the Niners and the Seahawks, even though I think both teams are inferior vastly to the Chiefs. But um, I, I mean. You said it was a good game. I, I think that the first half was good. I think that was the case in a lot of these games. Each of these games, you know, I think we've talked about Chargers, Bengals, you know, even the the, the Raiders and the the Washington, which ended on the Hail Mary at the end of the game. Most of these games were only good for like a half. Uh, Jets Eagles was great for a half. It was fantastic. I, I was getting I was getting blown up with texts about the Mormon Mahomes and how incredible Zach Wilson was. Obligatory Zach Wilson Mormon Mahomes reference. Thank yeah, you. I mean, and it's just it's just it was, it was unfortunate. Sometimes it works out that way in a, in a seventeen or those seventeen game season that you may have days like this. But I, I don't want to to hurt your feelings so much about the Jets. But did you see that video after the game of Gardner Minshew with his dad? Yeah, I did and how fired up he nice. was. Felt good. Hey, listen, man. I, I I was into that. That's a cool video. I was happy for the guy. I didn't understand why all these people were yelling about the troops. Did what was that all about? I have no idea. I, I just no idea. random Philly meatballs just screaming like who wanted to go see Gardner Minshew hug his dad, and they were like screaming about the troops or something. I, very wacky. Um, not to, I'm not done with Niners Seahawks though. Okay, these are a couple of the names of people who scored touchdowns in that game. Travis Homer. Adrian Peterson, <laughs> D. Eskridge. I, I, it was one of those games where you're just like, who are some of these dudes? I, I, I was stunned. I did enjoy the game greatly, um, even though I, I was pulling for the Niners. Um, two other games real quick before we get to college. Um, uh, Arizona. I have to say something about the Arizona Cardinals, okay? I had them in the contest. Love it. Um, Arizona now, one of the crazier stats. Rob G, 7-0 on the road. All seven wins by double digits. And this was not a game where, you know, Kyler Murray was back first time in over a month. He only threw the ball 15 times. They did not put anything on film. Obviously, their huge game next week against the Rams. I mean, it's massive. Um, Major playoff implications. It is, I believe, Sunday Night Football. Um, Oh, no, it's Monday Night Football, I think, actually. But... It was basically the James Conner show, and let's ride four interceptions from Andy Dalton because, my gosh, is Andy Dalton even still an NFL quarterback? He looked supremely bad, Rob. Like, I don't know if he's going to be in the league next year bad. That's how—it was It was awful. I mean, there was some rain and stuff, but this was just one of those Cardinals performances that got me a little— intri- like, they, they were outgained in yardage. They were out-first-downed by the Bears. Um— the Bears got into the red zone three times. It was just the four turnovers. Killed him. And, it, it, Rob, it was one of those things where I'm watching this. I'm like, nobody's going to believe in this team, this Arizona team in the playoffs, okay? And they've already lost to the Packers, you know, at home. It was bad. Aaron Rodgers had no receivers. And I just wonder. They, it, there's a different vibe around this team, especially when they go on the road. I don't – it's really inexplicable. Maybe you want to call it turnover luck. But their wins on the road, Rob, like it's when you take a warm weather team like Arizona and you got to go play in 30 degree weather with sleet and you dominate Andy Dalton uh, a week after you went to Seattle and won, a couple weeks after you went to San Francisco and won, um, they've been in Cleveland and they stomped out the Browns. They went to the Rams and choked out Matt Stafford and company like Season opener in Tennessee. I know that's not a tough place to play, but I, Rob, I'm just telling you, man, something feels different about these guys. Yeah, and you know what's funny because you kind of touched on it quickly. Is I thought that may have been one of the least impressive double digit road victories I've ever seen because they kind of, like you said, they ran up on them early. It was 21 7 at half, and then they kind of held on. But Arizona, and I got to wear this a little bit because when J.J. Watt signed with them in the offseason, I said, oh, well, because he wants to go 7-9. You know, like that's what he's looking oh. for. He's, he's, he's going after the money, which is fine, you know, whatever. But they are a really, really good team. And, and I think that's probably why so many of us, myself, and I think you as well, have the Packers as the best team in football because of what they did with the short week and none of their receivers and what Aaron Rodgers did because they, they beat that team. 
Yeah. It's not just that they beat a good team. They beat that team on the road on a short week. And that's why we're also impressed with Green Bay. But Arizona, very quietly, it almost feels like, I think they have a case for being the best team in football yeah, because they just what, haven't. Yeah, it's just a Cliff Kingsbury thing, right? Exactly. It's just him. it's yeah. just that nobody trusts him, and you know, other than Adam Schefter pumping out his availability for a college job, which oh. we all know is not accurate. Yeah. Apologies to Adam Schefter, but you know, Kyler Murray was down for a few weeks, didn't matter. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins down for a few weeks, didn't matter, and they are a really, really good team. And you would think with the way that that offense is built, Kyler Murray being a small guy, you know, that they would be susceptible to, like you mentioned, the cold weather, the ground and pound type teams. But if you go through the schedule, every team that they've played that plays like a physical brand of football, Mm. they ran through them. Titans, Vikings, I, you know, the Rams at one point played physical. The Niners, the Browns. The Rams at one point. That's your big knock on them. It, but it, Yeah, right? but it's just like you would never expect that that team built that way with that roster would be able to win in that fashion. So I'm very, I'm very excited to see them next week against the Rams in the rematch. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only other other NFL note was um, Justin Herbert was the most impressive quarterback I saw Sunday. And yeah, I was heavily invested in the Chargers. Um Awesome win for them on the road. They It should have been super easy, but, you know, it's the Chargers. There was like a quarter where they kind of like play with their food and it was getting a little dicey there. 
Um, but then there was a Mixon coughed it up, and they ran the fumble back for the score. I'm just saying, Rob, Justin Herbert was back. He took like a month off. Maybe there was like a Clark Kent Superman thing where he was Clark Kent for a little while and looked kind of ordinary. I don't know if you watch that closely, but he was slinging it. I mean, impossible throws. Bomb. Like he just, he's got a cannon for an arm. This is just, it, it, I, you know, I'm a Jets guy. I like Zach Wilson. Uh, why am I a Jets guy? I was born in New York. It, I know it doesn't make sense. You should just change and pick whatever team you like. I think Justin Herbert is going to make the Chargers my second favorite team in the league. I, I, that's how I just really, really like watching this guy play. I like him unleashed, not the crap we saw the last couple weeks, but against the Bengals, holy cow, uh, Rob! I'm, I was just like in love with this. I mean, this guy's just dropping bombs, like seriously, sixty yards on a rope. Mike Edwards just go up and get it. And and I'm just I, Rob. I just these Chargers get they get me excited. I like watching this team. Now the defense, it is the defense. Um, it's not very good, but Justin Herbert for life. Well, I mean, in terms of a pure talent standpoint, Justin Herbert is right up there. Yeah. I think he's yeah, I think he's even more talented than Patrick Mahomes. You know, I think that his arm is comparable, but I think he can move a hell of a lot better than Pat Mahomes. I think he's more accurate than Josh Allen is naturally. Um, I don't think he has the touch of Aaron Rodgers, but he's just, he's so gifted. And you know, what's funny is I, I know that you probably didn't see this last night because you know, you're a family man. You got other things to deal with after these games, you know, prepping for this podcast, Dan Orlovsky, who has promised to come on the show, you know, in the couple, next couple of weeks, put out a tweet that was getting ratioed to death Oh no! late on Sunday night. Here's what he said. Tape, 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 unpopular, but true. Burrow outplayed Herbert by a lot. Oh, gosh, come on. Now, I, I'm not a former NFL quarterback, so I'm going to choose to defer to Dan because I like Dan a lot. I think he's a sharp guy. But I would love to sit and watch the tape with him to see what he saw and why he thought that Joe Burrow thoroughly outplayed Justin Herbert yesterday. Well, I, I mean, I, listen, sometimes you got to cut through. You got to say some crazy stuff. Uh, I will say, listen, Burrow made some incredible throws with the finger injured. I put one on my Instagram story. It's just a great dime. But that is, I mean, I, again, that was probably the game I watched closest outside of Miami. And what was the other? There was one other. Ah, I, But I was heavily invested in the Chargers financially. And that was a game, um, again, I'm... I don't consider myself a professional gambler. Uh, I'm not putting six figures on games or anything close to that. Um, but people often ask me for picks, and I gave out the Chargers as my number one to several people. And so, I, you know, when you give out picks, you want to be on point. And it felt good giving that out. So I watched Herbert very closely. And there's no way on planet Earth Joe Burrow outplayed him. Um, I just looked at their schedule. They have the Giants and then Chiefs and then Texans. Uh, Broncos Raiders so I think they could get in the playoffs that was a big win over the Bengals um, they just can't let down against the Giants which is what they do it looks like they're about 10 point favorites next week so you know um, they're gonna lose yeah maybe Chargers uh, history right. says they're probably losing that game we'll do we'll do some college football real quick Rob and then get to the best bet for Monday Night Football and also a couple of games I've already bet for next week I was um my so you know I know you guys love the family life stuff but um so my daughter had the quarterfinal playoff game on Saturday, so I was I had to miss some of the Oklahoma State-Baylor game. I will say this. That ending, that goal line stand, you need right now, even if you don't like college football that much and you just like football, go, uh, go on YouTube, goal line stand, Baylor-Oklahoma State. It truly is remarkable how Baylor was able to hold them off and win that game. Essentially, it knocked Oklahoma State out of the playoff because they could not get one yard. Now, you could argue, well, hey, Jason, they were getting knocked out anyway because Alabama won. Fine, maybe. But there is also a chance if they win that game over Baylor that they get it over Cincinnati. I don't think that would have happened. But nevertheless, the goal line stand was amazing by Baylor. It's truly incredible stuff. Really, really fun um, ending there. I actually had my best college football weekend of the season, 3-0-1 on the picks from uh, Fox Sports and this pod. It was uh, it was, it was good stuff. I, I'm... I'm Rooting for Cincinnati. You guys remember Tim Brando came on and was like, Cincinnati's going to get shafted. And I thought they would too. They're in the mix. They're in there. Now, they'll get curb stomped by Alabama in all likelihood. Alabama, there's been eight college football playoffs. Alabama's been in seven. Cincinnati, Michigan, and Georgia combined 
have been in four. <laughs> I mean, this is just what Nick Saban does. And there was like, I don't know if you saw the clip, Rob, of uh, circling. I think it was late Saturday night. Nick Saban was like talking about the game. And he said, essentially, the media was putting out rat poison. Talking about how weak Alabama is. And hey, our, our, uh, our offensive line can't protect because, you know, Bryce Young got sacked eight times against Auburn. Well, you want to guess how many times Georgia, the number one defense in the country, sacked Bryce Young? Yeah, exactly. Zero. I mean, the freshman went in the SEC championship game. 421 yards, three touchdowns against the best defense in the country. And Rob, I, I mean... Um, after my daughter's soccer game, and listen, it was, it was a devastating loss. You know, we we had beaten the team earlier in the season. I had I was a little nervous about the rematch, um, because I know they're good, and you know the uh, it was tied to halftime, and they they led three two after three, and our team melted down. It was it was sad. The girls were all crying. So then I you know I, I quickly left to take my son to a basketball game. Um, he had like a tournament in Orange County, and. I'm obviously watching his game, but I'm following Alabama Georgia, and it's ten. I see ten nothing, Georgia, and I'm like, shucks, man. Alabama needs to do. They got to wake up. They, Saban can't lose this game, and then boom, the Jamison Williams, sixty-seven yard touchdown that changed the game. Like first quarter, Alabama could not score. Two drives, nothing. Oh, but Georgia's defense is for real. And then the Williams, and I'm almost certain, Rob, you can check me on this. Is I think Williams is a guy who transferred from Ohio State because he couldn't play. It was like, you know, he's sitting behind a couple NFL picks. And this kid, Williams, if you see the clip on, on social media, he does like a kind of a stop and go. And his go after the stop was like shot out of a cannon. The acceleration, he just ran away from the two defensive backs. 67-yard touchdown, and it was on and popping. It reminded me, as I, and this is the cool thing about, um, you know, uh, computers and phones and the connecting to your car. So I I think I mentioned this. I got a new vehicle um kind of sort of recently and your phone can connect to the sound system. So like I can call up Georgia Alabama on my ga- on my phone and it can be pl- announcing the play-by-play in the car loudly. And if I need to, I can look down at the screen, but I'm not doing that. I'm on the highway. And I kind of start freaking out when Alabama starts pulling away. And then, you know, you're getting all these texts. And it was just, it was awesome. Uh, my son's tournament did not go well. Um, they played two good teams. Anyways, but I got to say, I, I don't know why people were so enamored with Stetson Bennett and Georgia. I know the defense was great. Listen, Stetson Bennett can do your taxes. You know, Stetson. Stetson Bennett is not beating Alabama in the SEC title. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not happening. Deshaun Watson? Yeah, he can do that. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence could do that. Stetson Bennett, okay? It's not happening. I do, however, think Georgia beats Michigan and covers the spread. It's it, Now, here's the, here's the weird thing, Rob. Open at seven. Uh, instantly, I'm like, that has to be like, that's what, there's no way. Before Saturday... That had to have been 9 or 10. And what happens? One of the sharper shops in Vegas, Circa, goes to 9.5. Everybody else stays at 7, 7.5. I think almost everyone's at 7.5 now. What does that tell you, Rob? The, one of the sharpest books that takes all the action, doesn't matter what the bet is, they'll take it, is at 9.5. So what did I do? I have, I don't want to say unloaded. It's not like my biggest bet of the season or anything, but I have put, I'm all in on Georgia. At seven, at seven and a half. Not a, it's like a juice seven, like seven minus one seventeen or one eighteen, um, and that's like you put one hundred eighteen bucks to win a hundred as opposed to the usual one hundred ten. Um, Rob, I don't know. Uh, am I not believing enough in Michigan here? Um, I mean, it, it's a tough matchup just because their style of play is tailor made for Georgia. You know, Georgia plays that stout defense and and. Michigan would like to run the football as much as possible. I know that their quarterbacks are playing better recently, but I know Against, that, that, that yeah, Iowa and you know and Ohio, Ohio State. State. But that's just yeah. not, that's not what Harbaugh wants to do. I will say, and this, this we didn't even talk about this before the the pod was, I think Michigan kind of got shafted in these rankings a little bit. I what, think what, that they should have been number one over over Alabama? Alabama. Yep, I think that the 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 committee just did not want to have. 
a rematch in the semifinal game of Georgia Alabama. Well, that yeah, I would agree. And they so I think that they made a point to make sure because they were not going to put Cincinnati three. That was never going to happen. They're lucky they're even there. They want they they wanted so badly disrespect for Notre Dame to leapfrog them and some like they wanted to find a way to make it happen. They just couldn't make it happen. So as soon as Alabama beat beat Georgia, you knew that because we all expected Michigan was going to roll it over Iowa, that Alabama was going to be one. Michigan, no matter what they did, was going to stay number two. Georgia was not falling below three, and whoever was going to be number four. And I think that what Michigan did in the last two games was more impressive than what Alabama did. I think, you know, winning the SEC is to be commended. I think Alabama is probably the better team between them and Michigan, and I think Georgia's better than Michigan as well. But I just don't think it was fair the way that they did that and and kind of punished Michigan just because they didn't want want to have a rematch in the semifinal. This is a tough one without... um, Okay. What what matters most when you're breaking down who should be one versus two versus three versus four? Is it the best wins? Is it the better loss? Is it the overall strength of schedule? Is it the advanced stats? Like, I need to know the criteria before I hear why, you, you know, I, I know you'd already say Michigan, but what, like, what is the primary argument for Michigan? It's none of the things you mentioned, because I, like I said, I don't know enough. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't follow college football that closely to know what everybody's strength of schedule is, to know what their best wins and all that, like the, 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 the semantics of, of it all would, would mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I can't fake that. But what Michigan did to Ohio State, what Michigan did to Iowa, and somehow that's good enough for them to stay exactly where they're at. Like they, they don't get any credit for what they, how they thoroughly demolished Iowa. It's like, well, you know, Alabama beat Georgia, so therefore they, they automatically jump you. And it's like that, that, shouldn't, that shouldn't work that way. I mean, I, okay. Well, I mean, I I would argue that Iowa is a terrible football team. I, yeah, I think yeah. They're they're not good at all. Um, Alabama just took down the undefeated team that was number one. That was gonna definitely be number one in the um in the rankings. And yeah, you can't have that rematch. Absolutely not. And what does it say to you that Michigan's facing Georgia? You want to put Michigan at one, but Michigan's a seven and a half to nine and a half point underdog against Georgia. I mean, it says that I like I said, I think Georgia and Alabama are probably better than Michigan. Yeah. But that's not the way these rankings are done. It's not ever done about who's the better team. They they have their own criteria, which is which always is, evolving, by the way. It's right. never it's, it's, it's never set. They don't follow the same thing consistently. Yeah. It's just however they're feeling that week. And I just think in this case, they decided that they were not going to have that that semifinal rematch, no matter what yeah. happened. Um, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm moderately excited. I hope Cincinnati puts on a good showing. And I'll say this, you know, Nick Saban with like um, a month to prepare, it's not going to, probably not going to go well for Luke Fickle. That being said, I think, I think Georgia with a month to prepare for Michigan is, is a little more interesting because Right now, I think nobody believes that Georgia's any good. Rob, I saw like credible people. Dan Wolken, who was on our pod last week, was tweeting out that, are we sure Georgia should be in the playoff? And he's not the only one. And it's like, wait, if that's the narrative, should Georgia even be here? But they were overwhelmingly number one, and they were favored to win the title. Like, shouldn't I, that's a slam dunk bet, isn't it? You got to take Georgia here. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for everything that I said, even though, you know, Michigan and I, well, I think they should be number one, I think that Alabama and Georgia are just better teams. So, yes, I would absolutely take Georgia. Giving up the points, I'm not worried about that. I think they roll in this one. I think we get that rematch inevitably either way. Yeah. I just, you know. What's your interest level for the rematch? Like, not that excited or excited? Um, I To be honest with you, Georgia's style of play doesn't get me excited. I know. But that's Michigan's style of play. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I know that they're great. I just don't prefer to watch them. I really enjoy watching Bryce Young. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he's good. And the crazy thing, I think he has, does he have two years left or is he a red shirt? He has, ooh, I have to look that up. I think he has two. 
Interesting. Because, like, there, you know, if he were to come out this year, I wonder if he'd be, like, the number one guy. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seats. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Let's get to the best bet here on on straight fire for tonight's Monday night football game. Really good game. Probably the best Monday night of the season. Bills, Patriots. Now, Rob, the Buffalo Bills. Preseason, what, number one or not, maybe not number one, number two or number three in the league after the Chiefs? All of a sudden, week 13, they're only two and a half point favorites against the Patriots. I put it in the contest. I bet it significantly. I'm all over the Bills here. The weather looks like it's going to be garbage. Mac Jones in his first bad weather game. And by the way, has anybody looked up like Mac Jones? You know, I know um, Tom Brady is a a, a, a NorCal, I guess you have to say that, Northern California guy. Um, But he went to Michigan, cold weather, went to New England, cold weather, translated fine. What about Mac Jones? Jacksonville, Florida, Alabama. This might be the coldest weather game he's ever played in. I don't know if that stat will come up tonight, but it is very interesting. I don't know if he'll be ready for the inclement weather. I think this is a tough spot for a rookie quarterback. I absolutely love the Buffalo Bills here. I know they lost Tredavious White. I think it's 
a little overblown given the weather. And, and the wind is what's going to be key. If you see 15 to 20 mile an hour winds, it's going to be a problem. Who does that hurt more? Well, I mean, uh, you probably want to say it hurts the Patriots more, right? I mean, rookie quarterback who already doesn't have great receivers, and now he's got a run running game that's going to be going up against a Bills run defense that got dump trucked by Jonathan Taylor a couple weeks ago. You think they're going to be that bad again at home? I mean, they're a good run defense um, numbers-wise, but they got overwhelmed by the Colts' offensive line. I don't see that happening again. I, I like the Bills here, Rob. I, I I don't even think I can make a case for the Patriots. I think they're criminally overrated, and I know they're one of the hottest teams in the league, and they're very good, but they're overrated to be only— to get, You're not even giving the Bills a field goal at home in Orchard Park. Let that sink in. That just doesn't seem right. Well, the Bills have been the— uh... Chargers East most of this season, so it's it's hard for me to get too excited. I mean, on paper, they should roll through them. On paper, they are the best team in the AFC. On paper, I think that they have a case to having one of the best teams in all of football. However, they have not played like one of the best teams in all yeah. of football in a while, and so I trust Bill Belichick in this spot. I think it's going to be a closer game than people expect. It's, I mean, even though two and a half is not a big number, but it's going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be one of these ones where we look up and we're like we're bored out of our minds because nobody's crossed midfield in seven minutes of, of game action. And you know, I like the uh, I like New England plus the two and a half Ooh, in this one. Oh, we got a little head-to-head action. Yes, now, sir. I believe the last time we went head-to-head, oh, I got worked. Yeah, uh, what was it? I, I forgot. It was the, the Rams and the Niners. And you had the Niners, and I had the Rams. Oh, that's right, 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 right. Yes, yes. Now, here's the interesting thing. You said nobody crossing midfield. Total open 46. Rob, it's down to 41. Some of See the key numbers are 44, 43, uh, and 42. All It's blown through all those. So this has the makings of like a 20 to 13 type game. And, you know, uh, listen, I know Bella. I think the only reason you give the Patriots a chance is Belichick, right? It can't be because of Mac Jones. No. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm all over the bills. I'm not going to mess with the total because it's already too low. For this week, Rob, uh, in Survivor, I have Tennessee, which is up to 10.5 point favorites against Jacksonville. Oof. Jackson, hey, Jacksonville's looked bad. I've officially bailed on them. Like, uh, I mean, that was weeks ago, but still, like, I'm embarrassed now. Now we're past the point of, like, I'm embarrassed that I really thought Urban and Trevor Lawrence had something. Like, I mean, they're just they're not they're not even showing up. The only team worse than them is the Houston Texans, who look like an expansion team. They are hosting Seattle. I have not used. Oh wait, I'm, I don't know. Maybe if I, I haven't used Seattle, but Houston is really really bad, and they are eight point home dogs against Seattle. So um Tennessee's an option Seattle's an option and then the Denver Broncos um I almost went the entire podcast without giving the Lions a shout out um sorry there wasn't enough time for me to take a dump on Kirk Cousins who is um Mike Zimmer might get fired today I don't know we'll see um but after Detroit won the Super Bowl they have to go outdoors outdoors to Denver at altitude and I said the Super Bowl because they won at home against the Vikings and celebrated as such they will not go winless and Denver probably will have Teddy B under center. If he's not there, I'm not touching this game. But I will love Denver against Detroit, especially if Swift doesn't play. Jared Goff, cold weather, like, come on. that This feels like 21-3, 24-6. Denver um, will be the bet as, as, um, for sure this week. And the other one that's interesting, Rob, and we touched on this earlier, the Chargers, 10.5-point favorites against the Giants. 10 and a half. Chargers? Are they giving them Chiefs level respect here? I don't know. That seems like a big number. Anything that you like that jumps out, Robert? Is it too early? Uh, a little too early for my taste. I'm not a professional gambler like you. I haven't, I'm certainly not. Know. If I was a professional gambler, I probably would not be doing a podcast. That's why you're right? driving around in that new sports car. Yeah, it's, it's not okay. a sports car. It's an SUV. <laughs> it's all good. It's a little, little yeah. early for me. I'll get to you later in the week on that. Uh, yeah, very excited. Listen, Survivor, there's 25 people left. Um, I'm excited. And fantasy, we'll know more later in the week. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.